Welcome. This is the Lady Leadership Podcast. Sam's goal is clear, helping as many women as she can meet their full potential in business and in life. Hi, this is Sam McIntyre and in this season of the Lady Leadership Podcast, I'm going to be talking to you about how to get the most out of your career, whether you have your own business, whether you work in corporate or whether you're just starting out, maybe you're finishing uni. So thanks for joining me and I look forward to sharing all my tips and hints on how to fast track your career. Hey everyone and welcome to episode 13 of the Lady Leadership Podcast. If um, you haven't come across me before, my name's Sam McIntyre. I've been a CIO for the last 10 plus years. I've worked around the world, worked at lots of large organisations. I'm really focused on helping women in their careers and helping them really kind of fast track and really sort of shift forward in their careers. So today I'm going to be having a chat about building great teams, talent and culture that delivers and transforms work that organisations do. So it's always really kind of important to me and look, I've worked in IT for a long time. So you're always kind of challenged to deliver change, deliver new systems, deliver new outcomes, etc. So it's something that I've been really focused on in my career. So, you know, why don't we just start with like, what does that actually uh, mean and so how do you really make that happen and you know I think also particularly when you inherit a team or you're you're not the leader of that team so for me that's really getting clear on what the work is so what's the work that um, people actually need to do what do we need to deliver for an organization and you know what problems do we need to solve and who do I who do I actually need to do that so have we have we got the capability to actually make that happen um next after that is you know what what really does a great team and a great culture look like and so for me that that really starts with energy and it it starts i think with your own energy motivation a sense of urgency you know a desire to help a desire to help others a desire to make change and you know really the ability to problem solve and so you know and i think look you need people in that team who care and who actually want to be there and who actually act like they want to be there. So um, let's talk about work, people, customers and you. So, um, you know, how do you really deliver and transform? So, I'm, um, I'll chat about that and also, you know, support, supporting and advocating for women. So I'm a, I'm a big support and a big advocator for women. And so, you know, let's also have a chat about that. So, you know, in business, let's, let's talk about work first. So in business, you know, there's a lot of conflicting priorities and, you know, they, they can be really complex in their nature. And so how do you actually break that down and then how do you deliver change off the back of that so over the years with the help of many people there there's a couple of ways that I actually really like to work that I think you know delivers amazing outcomes and so look I really like to start with actually prioritizing the major work so I like to get the key stakeholders together to actually prioritize that major work for the organization and I like to get them 
um, together and really, you know, get that work approved. So, um, and get them to pick the most important work for the organisation as a whole. So not just kind of in silos, so not individual silos within the organisation. Actually, what's the most important work for this organisation that they need to do for their teams to actually deliver on? And, you know, I think that's really great for organisations that have a lot of conflicting priorities and have different leaders who have different ideas about what should be delivered. And I think it's really up to that CEO or that managing director across that organisation to really work with his direct reports to get clear on what is it that we want to deliver. And so I know a lot of CEOs that kind of tend to operate that, oh, everything's most important and you focus on this and you focus on that and you focus on that. But it just then actually has the team's with it doesn't give a clear direction to the teams and so it doesn't really kind of set the agenda for actually what the real work is that needs to happen so um i i've got that exec team together as a group and worked through a process of actually prioritization um and getting them to come up with the highest value work based on customer based on risks and opportunity and or cost of delay so um you know we actually go through and as that team actually prioritises the work um, by voting, so by a vote system, and so Fibonacci style, one, three, five, uh, seven, eight, and then I think the number 13. If I've got that wrong, then I apologise. It's, it's been a little while since I've used it. Um, and... Then we actually get everyone to vote, get everyone to kind of agree what the number is and then put it aside. So basically you might have a list of 20 pieces of work. You then have, um, you then basically vote for, across down downwards for customer. You then, then vote based on risk or opportunity and then you then vote on cost of delay. And so that customer is, you know, is this important to our customer? How is this going to help our customer? Uh, what are they going to be able to do off the back of that? Risks or opportunity is if we don't do this, then this is going to happen. So if we don't upgrade this server, our current servers come end of life and it's going to stop working, etc. And then um cost of delay is if we don't do this then we're going to miss an opportunity we're going to miss a great market piece etc so what you'll find is you'll end up with a bunch of projects that are high on customer you'll end up with a bunch of projects that are high on risk or opportunity you'll end up with a bunch of projects high on cost of delay and so then you'll go across those columns you add them up and then you'll go okay well this is the project with the number one this is our number one project based on this piece of work that we've just done. And, you know, the CEO or the managing director can, you know, veto that and with his, you know, 13 card and say, actually, this is what. So you then look at that list and then say, okay, does that look right? How do we feel about that? And then it's, um, you then go ahead and start delivering those pieces of work in that um, based on that value and so you're like okay well I've got enough people to then put on this and this 
the you know the first three or four maybe and they're our key focus and then when we finish those we're going to work on the next lot of projects and that's going to be our next key focus i find this process works really well um as everyone's voted, so everyone in that kind of exec team uh, who owns an area of the business has voted, they've had their say and you can then start, you know, really delivering that work in that order. Um, and basically, um, you know, you can then tell the rest of the teams, etc. So it's also, you know, that I, I worked in that way and got that group of people to kind of meet monthly, then give them an update on how that work is being delivered. It, it stops sort of work being delivered before you need to deliver the work, if that makes any sense. And let me just, sorry, it stops people working on work that they shouldn't be working on if something else is a higher priority. And then also it kind of stops a lot of sort of pet projects, that type of thing, um, because that group are organising and coordinating and they're the most senior sort of group in the business and it brings them together and allows them to then put their strategy back down to their teams and say, no, well, actually we're working on this because there's more, the team are working on this supply chain project because that's the most important project for this business at the moment. So it sort of takes across breaks down those hierarchies and kind of takes it across the whole organisation. So um, so that's my kind of first thing that I like to do. So prioritise the major work. Um, then I like to make the work visible. So I, I mean literally putting it on the actual walls and getting people who are working on it to talk about it. Um, and, you know, I mean, I look, I like to talk about it every day. Um, some people, you know, some agile coaches, et cetera, will say, oh, you know, um, let's talk about, you choose when you talk about it. I find every day really effective because if you do miss one or, you know, it's public holiday or Mary's not in on Friday or whatever, you've just kind of got that consistency of, say, three meetings. Whereas if you make it three and then you miss one and then you miss something else, you know, you've got one meeting that week. So I do like five days a week. Um, that's just my personal preference. And look, it's really about what am I doing today or tomorrow, what's changed, and then what blockers or what help do I actually need? And, um, you know, also identifying when people are actually being a blocker themselves. So, you know, it's pretty obvious for a team to kind of go, oh, that person's being a bit difficult. Um, and kind of, you know, that person's then on the spot to sort of, you know, work through that with the team. So. Um, you know, so it's really prioritise that major work and then make that work visible and then talk about it quite a lot. Um, I like to then be working on less and, and only starting what you can finish and don't start before you start. So I was kind of trying to explain this before. So, so if you don't have all the team and if you don't have all the money or something else, then don't start the work. And so only start when you actually have everything otherwise you're going to be waiting around for what you need and you're going to be delayed and so you know also not spending time on things that aren't approved so if that kind of top people haven't approved that project then not actually starting it and that can be quite a difficult conversation to have with senior leaders like well why haven't you started x you know oh well it actually hasn't been approved by this business and so um you know, you just think things, time just gets wasted and you get stopped. And so 
I really like getting that work approved at the highest levels um, as something that the organisation is going to do and then spending the time on figuring on how the teams can work um, and then basically, you know, measuring that and really kind of seeing what is, what is the throughput that the teams can work to and how, how's that going to roll. So um, another way also that I like to work is actually following the work. So what is the flow and the process that work actually takes through an organisation? So it's really about kind of pinning yourself to work as it comes through the front door and where does that work actually go and um, what does it do? So uh, I worked somewhere a while ago that made fish fingers and so myself and another lady, Billy Flynn, and, you know, probably really more Billy than myself, actually followed a fish finger from the trawler. We didn't go out on the trawler. We thought that was maybe a bit of a step too far. Um, and right through to the checkout at the at the front register so of a supermarket. And so where did that little fish finger go through the organisation. There ended up being this great long process of everything that occurred and people, et cetera. And so, and then, um, you know, really looking at those steps and that work and that process and then what is value add and what is failure. And so, you know, thanks, Billy Flynn. Thank you, Sue Vizic and David Joyce. Um, for these concepts because really what's when you look at that work what's actually adding value and then what's adding failure and when I say failure what's going to require rework what's going to require someone to go back and do something else etc so um and then you know things that that are value it's like what what's making us money um, and then, you know, what's, what's failed in that system and therefore we're going to actually have to go back. And so, you know, once you've done this, it's really kind of looking at it and going, why? So why do we do this? Why do we do that? Why does this piece of paper go to Henry and Henry signs it off? And then, you know, is that actually adding any value to that, um, to that change? So, um, you know, the other thing that I like to do when we're talking about this topic is really just spending time with the team every day. So, um, you know, I think the way that you get to know people is actually spending time with them and talking to them. And so talking to your team and your colleagues every day and then, you know, asking them, what can I do? What can I do to help? How can I help you? Um, I think, like, don't be too busy not to care about how people are. And, you know, I think this is a bit kind of um, servant leadership and empowerment sort of all kind of tied into one really. So, um, and I think, you know, when you are actually talking to your team and your colleagues, you know, actually observing the behaviour, actually observing what they're saying to you, what they're um, coming back with. And, you know, um, you know, really kind of like understanding what are they good at and, you know, understanding what do they need help with and, you know, what could you potentially do. So, you know, I think spending your time with your team and spending time with, you know, kind of getting the whole team together, you know, really gives everyone the opportunity to speak up and to have a voice. And so, you know, really kind of understanding like do people get along, do people enjoy each other's company, do people pull together and get work done? Um, can they solve problems together? Do they listen to one another? Can they give each other constructive feedback? 
and be okay with that. And so I think, you know, you as a leader, it's really kind of need to work hard um, as well to get the people who don't speak up to actually speak up. And I think, you know, this can be actually quite difficult. And so it's, I think it's a matter of making them feel safe, a matter of making them feel listened to, a matter of, um, you know, creating that environment where everyone has a voice. And then I think, you know, you've got to work hard on behaviour that doesn't kind of fit in with that. And so it doesn't fit in with, say, the values of the organisation and, you know, be brave enough to call it out. And, um, you know, that I think that can be hard sometimes. So, um, you know, I, I really like to help the team shine. You know, that's a, that's a nice nice word. And so, you know, how can you have some barbecues, some hack days, drinks, have fun, explore and allow the team to experiment and try new things, give them, uh, get them, you know, to present their own work to senior people. So I really, um, you know, if, if our team's been working on something significant and there needs to be a um, presentation and an update to senior people, I really like to actually get the person who's done the work to go and do that and to present their own ideas and to have the experience of that and then to be able to answer also questions about them. I think it's really kind of important to thank people as well. I think it's important to thank people publicly. Um, and I think, you know, asking and being really clear on your team members, what are they wanting to achieve? What are they wanting to do? What do they want out of your their career? And kind of how you can help them get there, how you can give them opportunity, but also how can you challenge them as well whilst they're doing that? So, um, you know, one of the other things that I like to do as well is work hard to unlock the unwritten rules of an organisation and what they mean. And so why do people do what they do? So, um, you know, I've worked somewhere where uh, people would pretty much, if you asked anyone via email, which maybe isn't a good thing anyway, to do something, they would pretty much wait until the boss was copied in to actually then do it or respond. And so I'd end up with, you know, a train of emails that I then get CC'd on um, to kind of try and encourage that person to do a task. And so, you know, what are some of those ways of working like that that actually slow down an organisation or, um, you know, why why that kind of happens? So I think, um, you know, we've, I think we've, in business, we've all got customers. And so how do you spend time observing, listening and analyzing what your customers are actually saying about you so do you listen to customer calls um you know how can you follow customers and talk to them in your business as much as say you talk about your financials or your forecasts and really kind of what's your data actually telling you about customers so why are they calling you what are they talking to you about what do they want to tell you and you know really kind of find out how can you find out what what they're actually saying so um, I think, you know, in terms of yourself in an organisation, it's it's good to be kind of clear on, say, what your purpose, learning and actually doing. And so, you know, ask yourself, what is your purpose at an organisation and what do you actually need to do? So go spend time with people and learn and have an opinion on what you've tried or or done yourself. And so... That's really about, you know, sort of putting yourself in the work and, um, you know, I kind of think it's hard to learn 
and do something without actually doing it yourself. So, um, you know, I kind of say who learnt to play a sport by sitting on the sidelines. You can kind of understand that sport. You can, you know, appreciate that sport, but when you kind of actually do it. And so, you know, I think also kind of ask yourself, what did I learn today? And, you know, how do you kind of get out of your chair and make things happen and ask yourself, um, what am I going to do to make this happen? So, you know, if, you, if you've got some deliverable that you want to make or that you want to kind of do, you know, how are you actually um, making that happen? I think also you need to relentlessly ask for feedback. So, um, and also start doing the job that you want before you get given it and kind of, you know, be a little bit brave. Ask, ask for a little bit more, I say. I just want to kind of finish with, you know, um, a little piece about uh, women because this is Lady Leadership. Um, this is my podcast. And so, you know, um, in all the roles that I've worked in, the numbers of women in IT have generally been about 30%. And this, I, you know, I don't think this number's really kind of changed much in the last 10 years. And I've always kind of worked hard to increase the numbers and bring more balance to the organisation and to IT to decision making. And, you know, I've presented in schools and I've been on working groups, I've headhunted women and I've supported, promoted and challenged women to actually want a bit more. So, um, you know, and then I've kind of worked to understand my own and others' unconscious bias in this space so um but i really kind of don't think you know i've still done enough and look it's kind of it's why i've started this podcast and why i'm um you know i, I want to sort of just encourage women to kind of step forward so um you know i think we have a a lot more to do in that space um and, um, you know, to get kind of better equality in the workplace and in the um, genders in all companies. And I encourage you to um, find ways, um, whether you're male or female, to, to support uh, women around you and, um, you know, really kind of challenge the norms in our industry and, you know, ask questions and ask why. So um, thanks for listening to this podcast today. Um, I've really enjoyed bringing it to you. And, um, you know, if you've got any questions for me, just um, give me a contact on um, either my email or um, my LinkedIn. And, um, yeah, check out my website, Lady Leadership, if you're interested in me doing some work with your teams, with helping your teams with some of the concepts that I talked about today, then by all means get in touch. Awesome. Cheers.